Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to episode number 16 of our mini podcasts episode daily what's it's how Thing. good am i at introducing <laughs> my name is cephalon greg i'm joined by cephalon lucas how art thou so sirest <laughs> well this sirest is doing pretty good today uh, a lot of housework and and productivity getting done so yay productivity <laughs> indeed productivity housework productivity yeah um, yeah, it's been absolutely nuts. And, and you know, we'll be up front. We're not recording this on Thursday night like we usually do. We're actually recording it on Tuesday night. So um, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday afternoon. Usually we're yes. doing it late. Today we're doing it early because I'm not going to be around at the end of the week and we need to get shit done. So that's what, what we're do we doing. Need to get we're done? getting it done. So we won't have a news section today. Done. We will, though have a weather section because we can't miss out on that people will cry lucas they will how's they the will. weather in well ipswich? today at 4 39 p.m in the city of ipswich it is 31 degrees celsius with a 42 percent humidity so it's feeling pretty good it's you know it's a high temperature but it's a low humidity it's a dry heat interesting well it's 22 degrees here in friggin melbourne with 70 uh, percent humidity so it's a it's it's a pain <laughs> in the bum is what it is but you know shit happens that is life uh i better convert it for people so what were you 31 uh yes 31 that's about 88 degrees fahrenheit and i'm 22 that's only 71 or 72 degrees fahrenheit so comfy for me shitty bloody um humidity and warm for lucas nice humidity yeah (laughs) and that's the weathercast. That's the weathercast. Woohoo! Woohoo! So there's not much to report on um, in terms of the news. I will. I will mention something though that has uh, that we've been doing on the website. Uh, so every week, you know that there are new weekly acts you need to complete for the Nightwave. Uh, we have started doing a weekly article for that. Um, at the start of every week, outlining exactly what the weekly acts are, including the elites. So if you need a place that has everything in one place, go to cephalonsquared.com and you can see that information. Of course, if you're sitting in front of your PS4, you're not going to need it. But if you're not and you're interested, that will help you. It seems to have been pretty popular. Lots of people are heading out to check it out. So we will continue to do that into the future for a long time. A long, long time. All right. Awesome. Good stuff. Let's get started with the mighty glass frame, Gara herself. So Gara was, <clears throat> is well, she was released uh, alongside the Plains of Eidolon, um, or slightly after the Plains of Eidolon from memory. Shit, I can't even remember. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was released with the Plains of Eidolon in Update 22, now that I think about it. Um, and she has a little quest that's tied to her that tells a little bit of some, a background story around some of the characters in Cetus. Uh, it is a little bit of a, it enters into spoiler territory. So, um, 
we'll leave that out for now. But uh, essentially, she is a glass frame. She's not necessarily made of glass, but her abilities are made of glass, and her armor is made of glass. So she has some interesting abilities, <laughs> and some. So, uh, you'd think that being a, a glass frame, she uh, would not be very tanky, but actually, she's she's pretty tough. Um, so. Let's kick on right into it. And Lucas, if you'd like to start with... Oh, actually, we didn't do the um, acquisition notes. Much acquisition. like last week with Frost. Had to- well, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, you, you get her base uh, blueprint from the, uh, the quest line um, in Cetus. And the rest of her body parts, systems, chassis, and... Uh, Systems all come from the bounties within Cetus. Yes, indeed. And some of them are easy and some of them are not so easy. Yeah. In terms of uh, the rarity of the drop. So may the gods of RNG be with you. All right, Lucas, ability number the one. All right, first ability, Shattered Lash. Now, Shattered Lash can either be a quick cast for a single 10 meter long stab of glass sword that deals 800 puncture damage or a somewhat charged cast to instead do a sweep of the long glass sword from left to right, dealing 800 slash damage and ragdolling enemies that it hits. Uh, you should also note this ability has synergy with Mass Vitrify, and I'm sure Greg will uh, pick that up when he talks about that. Hell yeah, I will. That's all. Uh, Is that it? Yep, that's it. Nice ah. and simple. And <laughs> as a first ability, it does quite a lot of damage. Really, 800 slash damage especially is is quite good. Um, So check it out. All right. Splinter Storm is her second ability. Um, And as I mentioned, part of her outfit is made made by glass. Uh, So Splinter Storm... Too many S's. The alliteration is killing me. Splinter Storm will shatter the armor outwards, creating razor-sharp glass uh, clouds around her. Uh, enemies that go into this cloud will be given a constant damage over time tick, uh, which is balanced across all of IPS, so impact, puncture, and slash, uh, and they'll be pushed back by the cloud as well. Slowly, it's not a massive pushback, but um, it basically kind of slows them down. Gara herself receives 70% damage resistance, which affects both shields and health. So the, the uh, this is a kind of armor that also affects heal, uh, shields which uh, is super, super effective. Um, Can also be cast on allies, which provides them with the same benefit. Now, if you have, I think it's 123% uh, strength, ability strength, then you'll get 90%, which is where it maxes out in terms of damage resistance, and you're essentially just a a beast. Can't die. Um, you can also cast Splinter Storm on enemies, which shatters your glass and then sends the storm around the enemy, causing them damage and increasing their vulnerability to weapon damage. Uh, and that's about it. Nice. Spectreage. Combining the Hall of Mirrors and the Carousel at the Family Fair is how you get Spectreage. A Carousel of Mirrors equaling 12 spawn at the targeted location for 22 seconds within 100 meters. 
These mirrors entice nearby enemies to enter the carousel and attack the mirror in front of them. After the mirror suffers from 800 damage, it breaks, reflecting the damage back at the assailant. If six mirrors break, the carousel blows up, dealing 1500 damage to all those still in the ring. Uh, if a mirror breaks in range of Splinter Storm, 50% of the damage is then added to the storm's DPS. Then there's also the Augment Spectro Siphon that adds to this little bit, a uh, little bit of ability. And enemies that die within the uh, Ring of Mirrors have a 50% chance to drop an Energy Orb. Indeed, and that's an interesting. Um relatively new augment um i like how you called it spectrage i'd call it spectro rage but that's just me spectro rage i forgot to do the augment for splinter storm now uh at request or suggestion by gray archon um he suggested that why don't we do the augments at the end of each ability rather than doing them at the end and i thought that was a great idea and so did lucas uh but i forgot so Splinter Storm has an augment called Mending Splinters, and for each target affected, it also heals Gara for three health, uh, which isn't huge, but if you are surrounded by enemies, it can protect you. Uh, so it's pretty useful. So apologies for missing that one. Mass Vitrify is her fourth ability, which has a cool name. Essentially, it's it's very similar to Frost's Bubble, but different. <laughs> so she releases... Same, same, but same, different. Exactly. She <laughs> releases a ring of molten glass, and it starts from where she is. Uh, essentially, I think what she sort of does is covers, coats her body with glass, and then it pulses outwards. Um, and it goes in a big ring that expands outwards until it hits, I think it's uh, 11 metres uh, at base, at max rank. And any enemy that this glass wall of molten glass touches gets coated in glass themselves, which then crystallizes and they basically become hardened or encased in grass. Uh, during this time, they lose resistance to weapon damage, so you can kill them easier. But once it expands to 11 meters, the ring solidifies, uh, leaving a glass wall. And this glass wall has... 12 um, panels or 12 segments, each of which has a base of 2,225 health, which is huge. And that is before you even um, put any mods on. So that's each of the individual 12 panels. These, not only uh, does the, the ring expire, uh, expand outwards, it also expands downwards. So if you are on a slope, the ring will expand downwards as well. So you'll get, you'll, you'll remain protected. Um, where was I up to? When a panel is destroyed, it shatters, much like, um, uh, Splinter, freaking hell, what's it called? Splinter Storm shatters and the glass damages enemies within range. Um, so when you recast Mass, mass Vitrify, the, all of the panels, all 12 of them, of them will shatter, injuring enemies. Um, so all players can move through the glass wall without any issue, but they can also perform wall grabs and jumping maneuvers off of the wall. I was not aware of this until I was researching for this. So, um, I'm going to have to play around with Gara a little bit more so that I can give that a shot. I knew you could pass through the wall, but I didn't know you could actually also interact with the wall. Now, in terms of, uh, interactability or, um, 
What's your favourite word, Lucas? Synergy. Synergy. In terms of synergy with her other abilities, she can use, or Gara can use, Shattered lash, Lash on a glass panel to instantly destroy it. Now, this inflicts both the Shattered Lash damage, which is, of course, 800 impact or 800 slash, depending on which way you chose, plus additional damage from the shattering of the panel. So if you've got an enemy that's in front of a panel and you just want to do massive damage, use that ability. Uh, in addition, if you cast Mass Vitrify while Splinter Storm is active, it will actually refresh the duration of Splinter, Splinter Storm and its effects. So that's really, really important to note. Use... Splinter Storm first whenever you're planning on using Mass Vitrify because when you use Mass Vitrify, it will refresh it. So it'll just extend without it, uh, costing you any additional energy. Uh, I don't think I missed anything there. It is a fairly detailed ability, but the main thing you want to know is this glass will expand outwards, keeping all of your enemy outwards, enemies on the other side of the wall, so protecting you on the inside. It will require... Each segment will require 2,225 health to destroy, and when those segments are destroyed, they will cause damage to the enemy. Um, anything else on Mass Vitrify that you can think of, Lucas? Uh, no? Ooh. Yes. Uh, one, one thing, one thing. Uh, it can be cast yeah. while airborne, so you can just jump yes. high into the air casting it, uh, and then that will cause a you know, a high wall as it does um, does grow downwards also. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It does um, the downward lengthening <laughs> has a limit, but it's a fairly huge limit. I've, I didn't uh, make note of it in my uh, notes, but it does have a limit. Um, I think it's like twenty meters or something. It's it's massive. All right, hiccups. All right, so onto the passive. Onto the passive. All right. For Gara, we have Glint. And this one's a nice one. It's basically whenever she's standing out in a bright light, she has a bit of a chance to, uh, within 12 meters and for 10 seconds, expose the enemies uh, to uh, melee finishes by blinding them with a, a bright glint. So very well uh, thought out passive on, on her behalf, you know, using glass to, to a blinding crowd control benefit. Um, and yeah, very handy and definitely worth using. Exactly. Stand in the light. You need to use it, just stand in the light, exactly. Stand in the light. <laughs> All right. So really that's that's Gara and her abilities are... when she was first released, they were not so impressive for various reasons. Her mass vitrify um wasn't as tanky as it is now. It didn't have the ability to um expand downwards i suppose is the term uh as well so there was it was fairly easy for enemies to get around it if you were casting it on a slope and things like that it just wasn't effective and now it is hugely effective a lot of her abilities actually pretty much all of her abilities are really good and the fact that she has uh the second ability with damage resistance um just makes her pretty powerful and she's casting it on not just herself but also on teammates it just makes uh, a team fairly unbeatable so players who are willing to actually fiddle around with her and learn how to use her are only now i think really starting to come to um 
mention her a lot in Reddit and places like that. So Gara used to be a bit of a meh frame, but now I'm seeing lots and lots of love for her um, whenever I look around. Now, I haven't really ever had a lot of love for her because I didn't like her base um, skin. But now that the uh, Zamairu skin has been released, I am going to purchase that probably tonight and dress her up and get out there and play some Gara because I'd love to um, experience some of what everyone has been telling me she's so good at. What about you, Lucas? How, how much have you played with Gara? Um, I probably played with Gara strongly for about a week or two when she first got released, but you know, her kit... There wasn't really a lot in a kit to, that really interested me. Um, I think the biggest thing that really interested me with her was her Spectreage, a uh, Spectre Age, however you want to say it. Um, I, I I love the the concept of just making the enemies kill themselves by attacking uh, basically a, a dummy object. So mm. that was that was probably the biggest thing I, I liked about her. Um, yes, you used to giggle with glee from memory. <laughs> Still do. <laughs> Love watching enemies kill each other. It's funny. <laughs> um, so now looking at it, if I if I was to actually jump in now and and try to go for a bit of a build with her, because um, I never really did any proper builds. It was just build for for Spectre Age. It's that's it. Um, so nowadays I would probably go try and something for more of like a, a Splinter Storm Spectre Age um, specialization. Just to get that uh, that fifty percent extra damage um, from the shattering mirrors added to Splinter Storm, hmm. and also um, buffing her for armor uh, is probably a good idea because it's, uh, to my knowledge at least, it's armor that uh, affects the health of the mass vitrify um, panels. So if you want to make it stronger. Gara's armor. Um, yeah, so I suppose that's that's really it for Gara. She is a lot of people are saying these days that she's actually a better choice to have in terms of defense than Frost. Um, again, I need to really get back and play with her again, uh, just to to test that out. Uh, and I'm looking forward to doing so. I'll probably play with her for a bit tonight. So that is Gara. Um, I don't have anything else to really say about her. How about yourself, Lucas? Mm, not really, no. Yeah. Uh, hit us up if you've got anything you want us to know about Gara. If you're a Gara main and you think she is the absolute bomb diggity, jump on our Discord or on our Facebook and let everyone know about what makes her so friggin' amazing um, because that'll help us as well and we'll jump in and play her. And if you are 100% right, we will give you a call out on the episode and let everyone know about the cool thing that you shared with us. All right, that's it for episode number 16 or the mini episode number 16 uh, about Gara. We will be back on the weekend, which is a fair way away now when we're recording it, but not so far away for you listening. Um with whatever the hell's been going on during the week, because <laughs> from our perspective, we just recorded episode 33. Uh, so speak to you in a couple of days. You know where to reach out to us. Uh, the website is cephalonsquared.com, has all of our contact details, etc. Discord, um, the Facebook page is going bananas. Uh, so 
join the collective, be a part of uh, the wonderful, wonderful community that just seems to be springing up around us and is just full of absolutely fantastic people. You all know who you are. My name is Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules, as pretty much as often as I can be. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, and I am Silverlight as often as possible. Uh, S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Um, my usual spiel, thank you so much to the community. We can't do this without you. We'll love you so much and always appreciate the support you guys give us. Um, so thank you so much. Indeed. Um, yeah, give us a rating on iTunes or your podcast platform. If you want to throw us a bone, go to ko-fi.com forward slash cephalon squared and buy us a coffee. Thanks to Jan at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro, and we will speak with you, dear listener, in a couple more days. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.